Titus chapter number two. It's a book written to, to the church, to a servant of the church. They call it a pastoral epistle. There's a lot of great truths in here. But we're going to start with verse 11. It said, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. The grace of God has been extended to mankind. The grace of God brings salvation. It hath appeared unto all men, but it doesn't mean all men will receive the grace of God. Amen. Watch what the grace of God will do, though. Teaching us. See what the grace of God will do? It will teach you. It will teach you something. Amen. If a person's received the grace of God, that grace will begin to work in their life, and it will teach them some things. What's it going to teach me, preacher? Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. You know what it's going to do? It's going to put something inside you that you'll want to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. How on earth can we accept this new junk that they're pushing down the pike about gay marriage and everything when the Bible says they're ungodly and it's ungodliness, all it is is worldly lust. You know what we're supposed to do? We're to deny that. How can we deny the grace of God and accept that junk? You can't. The grace of God teaches you to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. This world wants us to accept their slop. Amen. I ain't taking it. Hello, <laughs> deny ungodliness and worldly lust that we should live how? Soberly. Goodbye pot. Goodbye cocaine. Goodbye heroin. Goodbye Budweiser, Jimmy B, Jack Daniels, and wine. <gasps> yeah, goodbye your wine. Amen. Wine bibbers. Hello. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. That means you're a fool if you choose to drink liquor. Amen. Intoxicating beverages. It'll take you. It'll destroy you. It'll ruin you. Our country's drunk. Our country's high. Our country's stoned out of their mind. You know what the grace of God is going to do? is going to teach you to deny this junk. Amen. And teach you that you should live soberly. What's he say over there in 1 Peter 5, 8? Be sober. <laughs> Be vigilant. Why? Because you're adversary to the devil. You know, what, you know what the devil wants to do? He does his best work when you're not sober. When you're not awake. You're not alert. You don't have all your faculties. People are trying to escape reality. Ohio itself spent almost $1 billion in liquor last year. Amen. We can't afford to pay our bills. We can't afford to pay our house payments. Can't afford to pay our car payments. Can't afford to pay the credit card bills. But they can spend it all on booze. We ain't got no money, but they, they don't spend a fortune over here. They, they, they read the statistics the other morning. How much money these casinos have been making. They can't afford to put groceries on their tables and buy diapers and wear clothes. But they want to come to churches that came out of night bill. Well, quit squandering it over there. Amen. Amen. Get a job. Work a second job. Do what you got to do to pay your bills. Yeah. Why do the taxpayers got to foot it? Yeah. Amen. Keep you out of trouble. Yep. A good, honest job keep you out of trouble. Right. You run around with a bunch of partiers and drinkers and smokers, it's going to mess you up. God wants you sober. Amen. 
What's that mean? So you can be able to think. That's what's wrong with America. They don't want to think. They just want to feel. God doesn't want Christians feeling. <laughs> he wants them trusting. Amen. He wants them alert. He wants them awake. He wants them paying attention. Being sober means being paying attention. Amen. That we should live how? Soberly. Righteously. The Bible said righteousness exalts a nation. You want to exalt America? You know how America got exalted to number one? It got exalted to righteousness. You want to know why America's going down the slide? And she's no longer number one? Because she's unrighteous. She's ungodly. The Bible said sin is a reproach to any people. Amen. I'm reproached by their sin. Their sin. They're saying it's in your face. Well, I'm saying, hey, we need to put some banners in their face. Amen. Want to live like hell? Amen. All you're doing is preparing where you're going to go. Amen. Hello. We need to live righteously. And we need to live what? Godly. Man, listen, when somebody says they trusted Jesus Christ, somebody says they come and they receive the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourself. When they receive that grace, that grace teaches you to deny godliness. That grace teaches you to deny worldly lust. That grace teaches you how to live righteously or soberly, righteously, and godly. Amen. I can tell you there's a whole lot of people ain't saved. I can tell. All I got to do is look at the rapper. Huh? Hello. Amen. I judge a book by the cover. The Bible's telling you right here, you're judging the book by the cover. If you receive the grace of God, you He's going to teach you something. The grace of God to bring us salvation has appeared to all men. Amen. Teaching us. And what's the grace of God taught you? We don't have preachers preaching this anymore. They don't teach you to live righteously. They don't teach you to live soberly. They don't teach you to live godly. What's it say over there in 2 Peter chapter 1? I've been quoting it to you for weeks now. Amen. It talks about that we have divine power. Amen. According to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We, we received, amen, uh, all things that pertain on the life and godliness. Right? That we should escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. How? By the knowledge of him, through the divine power and the divine nature. He said he gave unto us exceeding great precious promises. Amen. I got, I got exceeding great precious promises, and God's given me the power and the ability to be able to live godly, to live holy, to live righteously, to do right. Amen. Praise God. Said, so what happened? That's the grace of God. But the sentence doesn't end there, does it? Verse 13, looking for that blessed hope and that glorious and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us. That he might redeem us from all iniquity. <laughs> Amen. He didn't say he'd redeem us from some. He didn't say I'll leave you to let you play in a little bit of it. Amen. He didn't say the grace of God's going to allow you to enjoy sin. Listen, you get saved. The Holy Ghost moves in. You cannot enjoy sin. He'll take, the, he'll take the pleasure out of it. You won't have pleasure in unrighteousness. Amen. Who redeemed us from all iniquity and purified unto himself a peculiar people zealous on of good works, these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. God's empowered me and enabled me with his book, the final authority, to be able to rebuke with all authority Amen. that this is what God expects in people's lives. Amen. Let no man despise what? Thee. I don't know. I don't know how you prevent that. Hello. 
Amen. There's a lot of preachers out there afraid of what somebody's going to say about them or think about them. So therefore, they won't preach this because people will despise you for preaching these truths. Father, we love you. I ask you to bless now this day, this message. Be thou magnified in Jesus' name. Amen. Ephesians chapter number 2. Ephesians chapter number 2. Amen. You say, what are you talking about today? I'm talking about the grace of God that brings salvation. Hath appeared unto all men. Amen. Amen. There's a guy named John Newton. He's a slave trader, a wicked man, a vile man. Amen. He wound up meeting the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he met him, he met the grace of God and wrote a hymn called Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You ever seen yourself wretched, miserable, blind, naked, poor? Amen. Listen, you got to know you're a wretch. You got to know you're a sinner. You know, you got to know you're ungodly. Amen. Before you can see your need for being saved. Verse 5. Verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace, are ye saved? And have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I'd like to preach for a little bit this morning on what's so amazing about grace. <laughs> amen. Amen. Yeah. Huh? amen, amen, amen. Amen, I'll go ahead and write out the outline. Amen. I'll help you out there. Amen. Genesis chapter number 6. Genesis chapter number 6. Amen. Genesis chapter number 6. Genesis chapter number 6, verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. You think he's looking down, seeing how wicked this earth is? Hello. That every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Sounds like today, doesn't it? Huh? Evil. Wicked. That's what they want. They're embracing it. They love it. They adore it. Look at all the tattoos put on people's bodies. Most of it's evil. Skulls, death. Amen. Imagination of, of the thoughts was, of, the, of his heart was only evil continually. And repented the Lord that he made man on earth. And he grieved him at his heart. The Lord said, I will destroy man. Whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and creepy thing and fowls of the air, for repenteth me that I made them. <laughs> but Noah found what? Grace. Grace. Amen. Amen. What's so amazing about grace? Amen. That's what we're talking about, right? What's so amazing? About grace. Amen. That's Priscilla's friend, Grace. What's so amazing about it? No, I ain't talking about it. Oh, what's so amazing about grace? Number one, I'm amazed that God cared. Amen. You talk about something amazing? I'm amazed when God looks at, looked at me and he looked at you and he looks at this world and he looks at America and he looks at the murder, the filth, the sodomy, the incest, the fornication, the adultery, the cussing, the lying, the cheating, the stealing, the complaining, the griping, all the filth that God would give an opportunity and look at us 
and say, why should I care? Help them. Yeah. I'm amazed. Yeah. You talk about amazing, man. I don't, I don't know anybody I'd want to say. Hello? I love my children. I'd want, I'd want to protect them. I love my wife. I'd want to protect her. Amen. I got a few friends. I might be able to step up for a few of them. Amen. I might step up for a few of my friends' friends and some of their children. But there's a bunch of people I just I just might let the semi hit them, might clean the world up. Hello? There's very few people I know I jump from a semi for. Hello? For a righteous man? Someone even dare to die? Listen, that, that takes a lot of love for somebody to want to sacrifice their life for somebody else. I don't know too many people to listen, when I look at this world and I listen to an evening news broadcast, I just say flush it, man. Hey Amen. I'm with God right here. Every pen of meat I made, man, let's just destroy him. Let's wipe him out. Amen. I, I believe God's fixing to do that again. A universal judgment. Not just a national judgment. Not just a judgment upon one man. Not just judgment on five cities. Amen. God chose to judge the world here and he wiped them out. But one family. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> Amen. You know how Noah found grace? Amen. How did Noah find grace? He found grace because he was perfect in his generations. He wasn't a pervert. He, he, he was faithful to his wife and his boys were faithful to their wives. And they weren't out there fooling around committing adultery and fornication. Amen. And that seed down through that line had been preserved. And God said, if I'm going to have a seed, I better protect Noah because the whole world's corruption has got down to one man. I didn't find grace in God's eyes because I was pure. I didn't find grace in God's eyes because I had a I was perfect in my generations. Amen. I was I was conceived in sin. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Listen, I'm amazed at God that God cared. Look at Psalm 142. The psalmist writes something here in Psalm 142. It's a great evangelistic verse. Amen. Psalm 142. He said, verse 1, I cried unto the Lord my voice and my voice, and with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. That's what you do. You go before him and show him your trouble. Amen. You got a complaint, go to him. That's the complaint department. Hello. Amen. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path and the way wherein I walked. They have privily laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand and behold, there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me and no man cared for my soul. Amen. That's where America's at today. That's where this world's at today. They don't know if somebody really loves them and cares. And listen, people maligned Jesus Christ and, 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 and took his gospel and perverted it in such a way that they blasphemed it, they mocked it, they ridiculed it. Amen. That they've made that a reproach to mankind and they don't believe there's hope because they don't see people that profess to be saved see it cure them. Hey Amen. They ain't seen the grace of God effectually work in people's life and transform lives because men have taken away the power of God. They don't see the, the transforming power of God. Right. I'm amazed that God cared. Hallelujah. Hey. Right? I'm amazed that God cared. Hey Amen. I'm amazed that Christ came. Hey Amen. Think about it. The Father. And the son had a meeting in eternity past. Amen. And they realized that there was something that had to be done. A payment had to be paid. Right. Amen. 
And, and a payment had to be paid, and Jesus Christ said, I'll go. He said, I'll, I'll, I'll take on flesh, and I'll pay the payment for mankind, and I'll die for them. I'll pay the sacrifice. And the Father said, okay. And the Holy Ghost said, I'll work it in you and through you. Amen. And listen, Jesus Christ came, and he paid the payment. Amen. I'm amazed that he would come. It's like walking down in a hog water. Amen. And get down in that hog. Amen. And reach down in that muck and that mire. Oh, my soul. I'm amazed that Christ came. I'm amazed that Christ would, would take the opportunity. I'm amazed that Jesus Christ didn't look at his dad and say, Hey, you flooded the world once. Why don't you do it again? We'll just start all over again. But Jesus said, Father, I know. And if I, they trust me, I'll give them my power. I'll give them my I'll give him my life. And he says, and I'll, and I'll make them something. I'll rescue them. And he said, son, you know they're, they're going to spit on you. You know they're going to cuss you. You know they're going to pull your beard out. You know they're going to whip you. Yeah, Father, but I love them, and I want to give them a chance. I want to give mankind a chance. If you're going to judge them, let me give them a chance. So Jesus Christ came, and he showed his love toward man, that he'd give his life. You want to know it's amazing that Christ would come. No, and everything. Look, look, the Bible said in Hebrews, Amen. Who the, for the joy set before me endured the cross. He despised the shame. Man, he knew he was going to be hanging naked on a tree before all mankind. Amen. Hung out there, but he died. He said, I love you this much. I'm going to lay it down. Give you an opportunity. I'm coming. He took everything the devil had. He, he, he was smitten of God. He took all their cussing. He took all the shame. He took all the spitting. But yet he said, I love you. I love you. I know you're demon possessed. You're out of your mind, but I'll pay the payment. I'm amazed that Christ came. I'm amazed that God cared. Amen. Number three, I'm amazed that man has a chance. Amen. You know what men need? They need a chance. They need a chance to be saved. You know some wicked people. And I've talked to people throughout this life. Amen. I've been here 53 years. And I've talked to different men and women. And I've been in different churches and different countries. And been around this country. And I've dealt with people in different places. Nursing homes and jails and, and you name it. I've been around. And when you deal with them people. There's some people that are so vile, so wretched, that there's Christians that'll even say, that guy ain't even worth saving. He ain't even worth shooting. He ain't worth the powder that you would put in a gun bullet to blow his brains to hell. Those are wicked people. There's some people say, preacher, that guy's so wicked, he just needs to burn in hell. Don't even tell him the gospel story. But you know what? Jesus thought enough of him to save his soul and, and to die for him. Listen, God's not willing that any should perish. But it all come repentance. Listen, God wants whosoever will. He wants to send out the message. He wants to give hope. Those that seem to be gone and beyond reach. He said, I died for him and I can reach. Listen, his hand is not short. His ear is not heavy that he cannot save. God will hear them no matter how deep they go in this depravity and in sin. They can cry out to God and get saved. Amen. We had a homosexual sodomite the other day, typhus. Amen. Type the church after watching something on, on YouTube, watching our message on gays. Amen. God's against your sin. And he thanked God that we did not compromise and preach the true strength. Amen. 
And he said, he has left sodomy because of that preaching. He's deep in degradation. He's deep in his sin. He's wrapped up in filth and corruption. But yet he heard the message of hope, realized he wasn't reprobated to the point he couldn't get saved and come to Christ. Amen. God's hand will reach down in the deepest, vilest pit, even after they committed the worst and filthy and abominable sins. Yeah, yeah. great. What a God. What a Savior. Amen. Amen. He's not willing any perish. Yeah. Amen. I, I, I think I think the worst sin a man could commit is to commit pedestry with a baby. You talk about I, I think you ought to burn in hell forever. But you know what? God, that man deserves the right to be locked up behind bars and have somebody walk into the room with a Bible and lay a King James Bible in his lap. And sit back and said, Bud, your only hope's in this book. Because according to mankind, listen, we can't fix you. You know what this world thinks? They can go into these jails and they think they can transform somebody from other books and textbooks and, and quotes and things of men's minds. Listen, there's only one thing that will transform a man, and that's the gospel of Jesus Christ through his grace. That's right. It's the only thing that save a man. It's the only thing that will change a man. And if a man will get in that book and ask God's mercy and direction and submit his heart to him and take God's side against himself and say, yes, God, I have sinned. I am guilty. And I do deserve to go to hell. But if you, but if you just show me an ounce of mercy and turn and save me, God, I, I promise I'll turn to you. I'm telling you, God will save anybody, even no matter how filthy they be. Hitler had a chance. Amen. Bundy had a chance. Jeffrey Dahmer has a chance. Obama has a chance. If he'll yield himself to the saving grace of God and take God's side against himself. Amen. I'm amazed that God cared. I'm amazed that Christ came. Amen. I'm amazed that he came. And I'm amazed that man has a chance. He's ungodly. He's unholy. He's filthy. He's vile. He's wretched. He's dirty. He's rotten. He's a sinner. He's poisoned. He's polluted. He's defiled. He's deceitful. He's drunk on sin. He's unclean. I'm amazed that man has a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amen. Yeah, man. What's so amazing about grace, preacher? I'm amazed at the change that it makes. Amen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm amazed at the change. Amen. Amen. At the change that it makes. Amen. I'm amazed what happens when a man will kneel down and trust Christ and take God's side against himself and realize, yes, God, I'm guilty, I'm dirty, I'm vile. Yes, God, I know I deserve to go to hell and begin to tremble and shake. And when he comes and receives Christ, I'm amazed. Amen. What God will do in a man's life and what God will do in a man's heart and how he'll make him a new creature. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, He's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things yeah. become new. I'm amazed at the change. That's right. Amen. The change that it produces. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It produces a change. The gospel of Jesus Christ, when the Holy Ghost of God will move into a man's heart, into a woman's heart, into a boy and girl's heart, when he moves in, yeah. it produces a change. That's right. I have a hard time with people that 
say they're lost and undone and come to Christ and there's no change. Nothing produced. Not an ounce. The meter never moves. There's not even a little bump on a Richter scale. <laughs> Listen, the Holy Ghost of God moves in, man. I'm telling you. He'll begin to take the broom and start sweeping it out. Amen. He'll tell you, this is dirty. This is vile. Shut this off. Change this. Change that. Change this. Go to church. Read the book. Amen. Yeah. There'll be a change. There'll be something happen. When you got people that go to church and claim to come to Christ and there's no change, there's no Christ. That's right. Amen. I'm not talking about they got to be eradicated immediately, amen, to where they come in as a hell-bone Harley Davidson, hell's angel-type bearded, leather-jacketed, amen, tattooed idiot, amen, and turn around and wind up walking out there looking like a Wall Street executive. But I'm telling you, there'll be something happening in that man's heart. Right. There'll be something living down inside there, and the next time they issue one of them filthy words, the Holy Ghost of God will quench them and say, you can't talk like that no more. Yeah. <laughs> and then you want to grab one of them dirty books the Holy Ghost said you need to put that down and get in my book amen. amen any person that's saved and born again that wants to walk out towards sin the Holy Ghost of God will convict them and show them it's wrong you begin to chase them he'll say you need a bath and he'll take you to Calvary and he'll get you in the good book and get you in church and you'll begin to have your life cleaned up amen it's not you cleaning yourself up to come to God. It's God cleaning you up after you come to Him. Right. I'm amazed at the amazing grace of God. I'm amazed at the change it produces. <laughs> Amen. I'm amazed at the enemies. Amen. I'm amazed at the enemies that conquers. <laughs> Amen. 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 I'm amazed at the enemies. It conquers grace, conquers great enemies. It'll conquer communism. It'll conquer Calvinism. It'll conquer Catholicism. Amen. The grace of God will conquer your drunkenness, your dope. Amen. Those whores, those harlotry. It'll conquer sodomites. The grace of God will conquer lying and cheating and stealing. Amen. The grace of God that appeared on the south, on the men that bring us salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us to deny and ungodliness and worldly love. It conquers the enemies of God. It'll give you the victory to stand up and fight and defeat those foes. Amen. Defeat of death, defeat of hell, defeat yeah. of the grave. Yeah. Praise God. I'm excited. I got the victory through Jesus Christ, my Amen. Lord. Amen. I got the victory. I got the grace of God. Amen. And Jesus Christ gives me the power to, to triumph, amen, continually in his name and through his name. The blood of Jesus Christ, the Son, cleanses us. I have the victory through Christ. I have the victory through the Word. I have victory through the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Grace. Those are the bonuses and benefits of grace. Amen. I got it all through grace. What's grace? Unmerited favor. Amen. God bestowed favor upon me through Christ when I received him. God said, what my Son has, I'll give you. Mercy is not getting what I deserve. Grace is getting what I don't deserve. I don't deserve life. I don't deserve joy. I don't deserve happiness. I don't deserve a good wife and a marriage and a home. I don't deserve good children. I don't deserve a church. I don't deserve to have a blessing. Yep. God's blessed me. Yeah, that's right. Man, I've been blessed through grace. What's so amazing about it? Boy, I ain't got enough time to tell you. 
Yeah. How good grace is. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I like this. I'm amazed. Amen. At the treasures. At the treasures it carries. <laughs> Amen. Grace loaded me down with benefits. The Bible says he daily loadeth me with benefits. <laughs> Amen. Boy, I got friends all over this country. Yeah. Amen. I got brethren all over this place. I've been helped. The brethren have reached out and helped and, and provide for me and give to me. I got a job that was given to me by a brother in the Lord. Amen. And a brother in the Lord gave me a job. I've had it 26 years. And, and you know what? They've been good to me and I'm good to them. Why am I good to them? Because of the grace of God. And I appreciate them, and I appreciate what they give for me. I appreciate what they do for me, and I work hard, and I give back to them because they take time to give to me. Yeah. Hey, Amen. I scratch their back, and every now and then they'll scratch mine. <laughs> Woo! Glory. Yeah. Listen, they're not perfect. No. I work with a bunch of Christians that, are, that got flesh. Amen. Amen. And uh, we got a good flea collar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, we're just a bunch of old Gentile dogs. Every now and then we'll get a tick on us or a flea. Amen. But I'm telling you, I've been dipped. Amen. Praise God in the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And every now and then their flesh will flare up. Every now and then my flesh will flare up. But the grace of God will allow me to look yeah. through that and over that and love them in spite of it. Amen. See, why? Because God overlooked mine and he, he, he's been gracious to me. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. I get the fruit of the Holy Ghost. I get daily loaded with benefits. I'm, I have fellowship with God, fellowship with the believers. I got the foundation of the Word of God. I got eternal security. And then he's going to give me crowns and gold and silver and precious stones. Listen, I get a chance to serve and reign in the millennium. Listen, I'm loaded with benefits. Yeah. All because I got saved. Man, grace has got a great package deal with it. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and some man's afraid to leave a whore. Amen. And he wants to take a chance on STDs and drunkenness and puke and vomit and wretchedness and fighting and bickering and complaining and and hell on earth and smoking and nasty and filthy and corruption. Men want that. They don't want the grace of God. The grace of God gave me a good woman. Yeah. Amen. Hello. I got a, I got God's woman. That's right. I got a woman that loves God. You know how many people I've taken my wife around this country. Amen. I paraded her up and down through churches. Amen. You know how many people walked up to me and said, man, you got a good wife. Yep. <laughs> right? He defined it the wife as what? A good thing. I got a good thing. Amen. I got a good wife. I got a good wife. Amen. Amen. Hello. You know how many women she's helped? How many people she's helped? Yeah. She's helped a lot of people. And I've seen women and people weep and cry because she was dealing with them and they said, she's a blessing. Yeah. Well, I got a blessing. Amen. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. You want to know how much I bless? I blessed. Took me a little while. You go out there in the parking lot, look at, amen, I had to say, I need to bless my wife. She's been good to me. Yeah. Hello? Amen? I had to give something back a little bit. Amen? Amen. For her to still want to fix me a sandwich, take care of me, wash my dirty, rotten underwear. Amen? Socks? Hello? Hello? Somebody want to love me and care for me like that? Right? Amen? And then she so kindly, gently nudged me over when I snore. <laughs> Because she can't sleep. Woo, get over on you. <laughs> hey, man, I got treasure. I got good children. Children are what? A heritage of the Lord. 
I got some good children. Amen? I've been told by a lot of people, I got good children. I'm not just saying that. I'm, I'm honest. I'm not saying they don't have issues. Amen? I'm not saying that they tended to turn to the left or the right every now and then. I had their heads on a swivel. I got to turn it back to where it belongs. Hello? Right? Amen? Hello? They got a little attitude. Need to adjust it a little bit. I got the wrench and fix that nut. Amen? I know how to adjust those attitudes. Why? I know what. Listen, God been taught by good godly men. Amen? And men that know that book and they preach that book and through their experience and through that book, I learned some things about child rearing. Amen? I, I learned how to tune their rear end up. Amen? I learned how to put some stripes on them. You know what the Bible said? That, that he'll be a delight to my soul and a rest. You know what? I delight my children. I have fellowship with my children. Amen? Well, I tell you what, I got some blessings in my home. Amen? We're not perfect. Every now and then, we can frustrate one another. But amen, I'll take what I got. Amen? I'll take my four no more. <laughs> amen? Hello? Yeah. Amen? Can they go bad? Sure, they can go bad. But I don't want them to go bad. I'm putting everything I know to put in them. Amen. If they got saved, they got the Holy Ghost. I got them getting the Word of God, teaching them how to rightly divide the book. Amen. Spending time showing them stuff. When something happens, sit down and explain it to them. I've never treated them like little kids. Never. Though they were kids, I talked to them like they're an adult all the time. I heard a man say this. He said, you raising children or raising adults? I said, I'm going to raise adults. I'm raising them to be adults, to take off running. Amen. To be able to hit the ground running and stand up and do right. Take responsibility. Stand up. Do right. Amen. Respect people. Look them in the eyeball. Listen to them. Keep your mouth shut because you learn more from listening than you do talking. You can't learn anything while you're talking. talking. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I ain't no, nobody's running the aisles on this. Amen. I'm amazed at the treasure that it carries. Amen. I'm amazed. Amen. That I am not consumed every day. Right? Lamentations chapter number three. Lamentations, that's after Jeremiah. Isaiah, Jeremiah. Lamentations, then you got Ezekiel. Lamentations. Amen? It's talking about Israel. Picture of during being the tribulation. Israel during the captivity. Amen? It's a picture of it. But there's a great truth for us today. It doesn't contradict the Pauline gospel. It says here, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. The grace of God allows God's compassion. Amen. To smile upon me and not consume me. Amen. Because I'm covered by grace. I deserve to be judged. I deserve to be killed. I deserve to be thrown away because of my sin and the way I live as a child of God. But God in his greatness and his mercy has chosen not to throw me away because of his grace. <laughs> I deserve a lightning bolt to come out of the sky and consume me. Hey, man, have you always lived great? Have you always lived sinless? Have you ever done anything wrong since you've been a child of God? Listen, we deserve to be struck down by lightning bolts. All right, you don't believe that? Let's go to Luke. Luke chapter number nine. You with me? 
Amen. I need some ameners. We need to pray for an amen corner. Get a little louder or bigger. Amen. Luke chapter number nine. You guys ready? Amen. Luke chapter number nine. Verse 54. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this. This is James. Right? The apostle James and John, the beloved. Amen. James and John saw this. They said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did? <laughs> Amen. They was wanting to pray down lightning bolts. Amen. God, consume them. Burn them up. You ever done that? I prayed that. Hello. Amen. I prayed the whole side of my parade just burn up. Hello. Wouldn't that be something? Amen. My friend, my, my evangelist friend, Amen. Was praying as soon as they passed that gay marriage wall that God would kill all five of those, or all nine of those, or no, five of them that voted for it. That he would, he would wipe out those five. He said, kill them within 24 hours, God. <laughs> Hello. Would that be something? Them judges walking up the steps of the Supreme Court and <laughs> five of them sitting there smoldering. Huh? Hello. Make you think people think that God was against gay marriage then if he did that? Hello. Huh? Wouldn't that be neat? Some dude wants to reach over and touch a little kid, and all of a sudden, poof, lightning bolt comes right through the sky, right through the house, right through the car, poof, just sizzles him right there, like a cat smoldering in the car. Hello? <laughs> hey, man! I'm telling you, a lightning bolt did it, wouldn't it? You know what Elijah did? He burned up 50 of them, didn't he? Say Kings, right? He said, I'll be a man of God, let fire come out of heaven and consume thy 50. <laughs> Gone. Next guy comes up, he said, if thou be a man of God, he said, let fire consume 950. Burn them up. I think he burned up 150. Hello. Hey, man. I'd like to do that. I'd like to have that power, wouldn't you? Yeah. Huh? Hey, Lord, that one right there. <laughs> that one right there. I'd walk through the city. Amen. <laughs> hey, man. Wouldn't you? Huh? Sure. Yeah. Good thing I don't have the power of capital punishment. If I had that kind of power, man, I'd be in trouble. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know what Elijah Moses could do in the tribulation? People get in trouble. They're going to be fire breathers. Amen. Fire go out of their mouth and consume the people in front of them. <sighs> Can you imagine that? Huh? <laughs> right? Somebody wants to come up. <sighs> Ashes. <laughs> hey, man, that'd be fun. Hey, man, how'd you like to be there in the trip? I'd like to do that. I'd like to pay to see that. When I get up to glory and I'm sitting up there at the judgment seat, I hope God's got a big screen on there and I can watch, <laughs> watch them burn them up. <laughs> now, that'd be good entertainment, right? Hello? See God burn up the enemies? Amen. Look what Jesus said. He said, Well, thou, that we command fire come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did. But he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit here. Amen. He said, do you understand what spirit you're of? You better understand what spirit you're of. That's what grace did. He said, for the Son of Man come not to destroy men's lives, but to what? <laughs> Woo! God come to save lives. Listen, I'm amazed and I'm not consumed every day. Yeah. Listen, I can get critical and want to judge some other sinner. But God said, hey, boy, get a good look at your life. Let's get a good look at your mind. Let's get a good look at your heart. Let's get a good look at your ways. Do you always thought every You expect me to have mercy on you? Why now should I not have mercy on them? Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Man, 
I walk a little bit more gingerly and tenderly now because of God's grace and God's mercy. And I actually should be able to tolerate some things in people's lives if I expect the Almighty to tolerate some things that I do. Amen. I ain't always got the best attitude. I don't always wake up with sunshine and bright-eyed. And, or do I? Are you sunshine and bright-eyed? Uh, <laughs> Amen. Hey, listen, it's amazing grace that I'm not consumed yeah, every day. Yeah. Amen. I'm going to take my Suburban driving down the road. I'm going to bump some people off the highway. God said, how about if I just bump you off the highway? Hello? Yeah. God, you need to fire them. What if I fired you? I like my job. Yeah, well, they need their job too. Yeah. You know what? God, listen. I'll start changing some things. Listen, I'm amazed. Amazing grace that God's helped me realize some things that I'm glad I'm not consumed every day. Amen. Jesus Christ didn't come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. He doesn't want them to go to hell. He wants to deliver them. Yeah, they deliver hell. Yes, they do deserve to be judged. Yes, they deserve. But listen, the grace of God is extended to the chiefest of sinners. Amen. Hey. hey man, praise God. Number eight, you ready? I'm amazed that he called me into his harvest. Hey man, he asked me to go out in his field, go out in his vineyard, go out in his harvest. He said, son, <laughs> hey man, you dirty rock, little wretched punk. I mean, you little filthy sinner, you. He said, I want to place you into my ministry. I want to call you into my heart. I want you to go fish for men. I want you to go catch sinners. I want you to go tell people about my son and my grace. I've been good to me, let me tell you. Let's go to Mark chapter number five. Mark chapter number five. I'm amazed that he called me to labor in his harvest. Amen. Hey man, I don't deserve the opportunity to stand up behind a pulpit. Who are you? Listen, I'm nobody. According to 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, I'm, I'm those things that are despised. He chose the base things, the things that are not. That means nothing. He took a nothing, something that's below zero, and put me into the ministry. I didn't try to put myself in there. I ran from him for four years. After the chastening, I went through. I said, hey, it's time me up, man. Hello? Amen. I chose to sign up. Amen. He persuaded me that it'd be best if I live for him than live for myself. Mark chapter number five, a maniac could dare get saved. He was full of a legion of devils. Verse 19, Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them great things the Lord had done for thee. Amen. And hath compassion on thee. <laughs> and he departed and began to publish in Catholic. Decapolis, how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. <laughs> Woo! Amen! He's a marvel, and amen, they're marveling at the great things that God did for him. Yeah. He called me into his harvest. He placed me in the ministry. He counted me faithful to go out and to serve him. It's a blessing to be able to tell somebody. Listen, he said plant. He said water. He said so. God will give the increase. Right. I got to be faithful to distribute. I got to be faithful to witness. I got to have the light on. Is your light on? You got your shine on? Amen. He called me in the heart. 
You know what I believe? I believe he called you too. Huh? Many are called and few are what? Chosen. Chosen. Many are cold and few are frozen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Number nine. I'm talking about the amazing grace of God. Hello? Amen. I'm talking about God's amazing grace. Amen. I'm amazed. Amen. That you can cash in on it tonight. Today. You can cash in on it. Amen. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Amen. Right now. He said in uh, Isaiah 1.18, Come now, let us reason together. Say the Lord, though he says, be a scarlet, and be white as snow, they'll be red like crimson. It shall be wool. When are you supposed to come? Now. Amen. Well, you're making people, listen, by the fear of the Lord. Amen. By the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. I'm to persuade you, convince you that you're lost, you're undone, you're no good. The Holy, supposed to, Holy Ghost of God is supposed to work and touch your heart, touch your life, and show you that you can come to Christ. Those of you watching by YouTube, you can bow your head right now where you're at, push yourself away from the, uh, the desk or the television, kneel down and cry out to God and say, God, I'm worthy to go to hell and I don't want to go and receive Christ. And the grace of God, you can cash in on it tonight. You can be a benefactor today. You don't have to lose go one more minute or second without God. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah! You can cash in on it today. Most people won't. Most people won't cash in on it. <laughs> Most people won't take advantage of it. It's how do you know that? Because straight is the gate, narrow is the way to lead on life, and few be there to find it. But broad is the way to lead on instruction. Many be there that enter there and at. Amen. Next. You ready? One last thing. What's so amazing about grace? I'm amazed how calm you're taking it sitting down. <laughs> Amen. I'm, I'm amazed that you're not coming out of your seats. And running the aisles and shouting and screaming and swinging from the chandeliers. I'm amazed, amen, that people can take it and not be moved and not want to shout and not want to praise his name and shout all over the place and skip and sing and glory in the grace of God. Amen. It's good. It's good. Hallelujah. Amen. He's good every day. Father, we love Thank you, Lord, for being so good and kind to us. Thank you, Lord, for the amazing grace of God. Thank you, Lord. It's so amazing, so good, so great. God, I'm glad that I was included. I'm glad I'm in that number. I'm thankful that you blessed me. In Jesus' name, amen.